Welcome to the best night ever. Your golden ticket to better sleep, better health, and ultimately, the best night ever. Featuring your host, sleep and life hack guru, Dr. Jay Corsandi from Snore Experts. Your best days will always start with a great night of sleep. Join Dr. K as he invites you in to talk tips and tricks to help you sleep better, stop snoring, be healthier, and live a more energetic and productive life. Learn how to make sleep your best friend. Explore ways to wake up feeling more refreshed and discover how to carry that newfound energy throughout your day. If you feel like your sleep and daytime performance could use a shot in the arm, grab a cup of bulletproof coffee, sit down, relax, and stay tuned as we uncover cutting-edge science, traditional, and even ancient practices to help you step up your life game. And now, Dr. Jay Corsandi. This is Dr. Jay Corsandi, and you're listening to The Best Night Ever, the show that's dedicated to helping you get your best night's sleep. And we're back in studio again, and I got Dwayne here in the house. How's it going? Great. I had a great night's sleep, got to sleep in a little bit, and looking forward to a great show today. Let's do it. I, I got a fun one here. I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this one, actually. I uh, got a question for you. Ready for this? I'm ready. You ever had a decision to make, and after you made that decision, you said to yourself, I should have gone with my gut. Oh, sure. Definitely. I think we've all had that, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I was at a restaurant a couple nights ago and I was looking at the menu and there was, there was two different items I was kind of going back and forth with. And I said, I'm going to get this. And I got that. And as soon as I started eating, I go, you know, I should have got the yeah. other one. Yeah. So why do we say that? Right? I mean, we always say we should have gone with our gut. What does that even mean? Right? Uh, perhaps the gut may be more powerful than we thought. Right? And on that note, we're going to get into today's show. Want to take a wild guess at what this is about? Your gut. This is sleep and your gut. Sleep and your gut. Okay. Are they, are they even connected, right? All right. Sleep and your gut. So the gut has been in the news recently all over the place. I don't know if you've seen it, but I see it pop up on my, my, my social media feeds and all these uh, physicians and, and, and kind of hacker people that I follow. So I always avoid those stories. I, I, I assume it's like it's Facebook targeting me. It is Facebook targeting you, yes. You didn't even know. You should have listened to your gut. So uh, have you heard this one? People are calling the gut your second brain. No, that's interesting. Yeah, and and I'm going to tell you why. Basically, the gut has its own nervous system, and it's the only other organ out there in our body, and it's called the enteric nervous system, or ENS. What that means is that, you ready for this one? Your gut has 500 million neurons of its own. Wow. Okay. And I'm just going to put that into reference. Your spinal cord has about 100 million. So your gut actually has five times as many nerves as your spinal cord. And why, so you got to think, why is that, right? So why are there so many nerves in the gut? Uh, one of the biggest things here as far as its relation to sleep is that the gut creates 90% plus of the serotonin in your body. If you remember the, the conversation we had in the past, serotonin uh, gets converted into melatonin. B- both of these, one is for the, kind of the happy hormone and one is for sleep. So these are both you know, heavy-duty hormones that we need to function at night. And, and, and as we talked about in the supplement show, right, mm-hmm. melatonin is one of the, the most frequently purchased supplement. Absolutely, right? So uh, back to the serotonin here. The serotonin is actually, here's a bonus one for you as well too. It's an appetite suppressant. So usually when you're happy and doing st- fun stuff, last thing you want to think about is, gosh, I need to eat right now, right? You're just thinking about having a good time. Things are going great. So when you have a healthy gut, you have better serotonin production, you're going to be more happy, right? 
which means you're probably going to eat less. It totally makes sense because I think all of us in the audience can relate to when we don't feel good or things are challenging, we go for the ice cream. This is true. This is yeah. true. So uh, so the gut can regulate the mood through the hormones that it makes. Uh, and, and conversely, if you eat the wrong foods or upset your gut, guess what it's going to do? It's going to upset you. You're going to have you're going to feel crappy. You're going to feel like run down, beat up. You know, you're going to say to yourself, I shouldn't have ate that, right? All right. So what does the gut have to do more with sleep? You know, basically what we put in is what we get out, right? Garbage in, garbage out. Heard that? Sure. And, and as we eat healthier foods, we get better nutrition, we get better mood, we get better sleep. I mean, that's basically the, 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 the main gist of this. And we're going to get into deeper detail about this. But uh, one of the other things I want to mention here, too, is the, the gut has a one-way communication to the brain. Uh, there's, a, there's this thing called the vagus nerve. And that basically connects kind of the, the communication direction. Uh, one of the, the coolest things about this is that 90% of the information actually travels from your gut to your brain. So it's kind of running the show. And we never really would have paid attention to that, but the, the research is coming out, the science is there, and now it, it's time for us to do something about it. On that note, I, I've got this crazy research article I want to share with you. You ready for this one? It's called The Role of the Gut Microbiome in Obstructive Sleep Apnea-Induced Hypertension. What does that mean, right? So that means uh, the gut has a potential to affect um, – Actually, in this case, it was rats that were uh, that were made to have sleep apnea, and they got actually higher blood pressure. So, uh, in the American Heart Association journal, it was actually called hypertension. Uh, they did an experiment, and what they did uh, is the rats were given a, a very poor diet, uh, and, and they were uh, simulated to have sleep apnea. And the way they did this was actually really crazy. They put a balloon around the airway of the rat and actually uh, tightened up the balloon and, and constricted their airway to simulate stopping breathing, which I thought was okay. kind of cool. But so they would feed them bar food, nachos, <laughs> yes, poppers. Happy hour menu items, and then they gave them sleep apnea. Skins, yeah. and, and what would happen is their blood pressure would go up. They would have hypertension. So, so they got that one down, which was normal, right? They, they expected that. But what they didn't expect is they took healthy rats – and then they gave these healthy rats a fecal transplant from one of these unhealthy rats. And what that did is that changed the gut microbiome of the healthy rat. And then that ended up giving this rat high blood pressure. Absolutely crazy stuff. Wow. So without even being able to enjoy the food. I know. Talk about a lose-lose situation. Yes. Right? Yeah. All right. So if we're talking about gut and sleep and and a healthy gut and an unhealthy gut. We're going to talk about signs of an unhealthy gut, right? So what, ha what do we know? When we have an unhealthy gut, how do we feel, right? We're going to feel gas. We're going to feel bloating, constipation, diarrhea, reflux, heartburn, all the above. We've all been there, right? Uh, some of the other things we could feel are mood disorders, things like depression, anxiety, and obviously poor sleep. So uh, an unhealthy gut is very communicative and will affect a, our sleep pretty profoundly. Um, other things we, we can feel with an unhealthy gut, abdominal pain, cramps, nausea, headaches, body aches, chills. I mean, the list goes on and on. And, and we really need to focus more on, on what our gut is telling us. So so now when we talk about the gut, right? right I mean, uh, we, we think about the bigger guy who has a gut, but this, this really isn't related to the size of the gut or being overweight or anything else. I'm, I'm assuming right. even... 
lean people can have gut issues right. or, or terrible eating habits, which impact sleep. Right. So when we're talking about gut, we're not literally talking about a big gut. We're talking about the gut microbiome. And the microbiome is basically all the bacteria, the viruses, uh, all these little tiny microorganisms that live within our gut. And, and, and these, some of these are ancient. They've been there for, for tons and tons of years. And what happens is they all thrive off of what we give to them. But uh, th that's the main thing is we're talking about the, the little tiny guys that live in our gut. So how do we get this gut, what's called dysbiosis, right? Uh, things that we really want to cut back on are things like a high sugar diet, you know, things like processed foods, added sugars, high fructose corn syrup. All these can kind of imbalance the gut uh, and they can cause us to have even more sugar cravings, which can just kind of become this bowling ball effect, right? Uh, a bowling ball effect. Yeah, no pun intended, right? Uh, Doctor speak. <laughs> refined sugars, you know, uh, these are also inflammatory, so we want to stay away from those. And, and speaking of inflammatory, inflammation is the kind of precursor to a number of diseases, and, and I've talked about this too with my patients. And, and fundamentally, inflammation is whatever we do to our body to kind of irritate it, and when you kind of uh, drag this out, uh, you can get uh, chronic diseases. So we want to kind of cut back on inflammatory-type activities. So other than an upset stomach and the mood disorders, are, are there uh, any other symptoms that, that are good indicators that we have a problem? I mean, it, you just have to listen to you, literally listen to your gut. Uh, and if you feel like uh, whatever you did or ate, um, you didn't feel good afterwards, probably shouldn't do that again. Pretty straightforward, and and so do you think it's so? I'm I'm assuming it's not just what you're eating, but it's also the portions that you're eating as well. Right. You don't want to eat to exhaustion, you know. And there's actually this uh this Japanese method. I don't remember the name, but basically it's something where you eat up to a point and then stop and then give yourself. 10, 15 minutes, and then if you're still hungry, you can eat more. But generally, by the time the hormones have kicked in and the satiety has kicked in, you're, you're full. So we tend to kind of overeat because we eat until those hormones are released. But by that time, it's already too much. Yeah, that really works well with Chinese food because after an hour, you're, you're hungry again. <laughs> so that's a perfect, perfect point. All right. So hopefully that gives a little bit of insight into kind of the problems that we can have with a bad gut. Um, in the second half, we're going to start talking about some ways that we can get a better, healthier gut, and that's going to help us with our sleep because this is the sleep and gut episode, and uh, it's something that people don't really pay attention to, um, but when you do, uh, the effects can be pretty profound. Yeah, and some of the tips that we'll talk about and, uh, and how you can test if you have a bad gut, we'll have that for you on snoreexperts.com. Just go to the website. Uh, click down on About Us. You'll see a Meet the Doctors there where you can uh, see Dr. K and the other doctors. And then just go over to the radio and podcast page, and you'll be able to access some of the information from our prior shows as well as some of the tips that we're going to talk about today and how you can even figure out uh, if you have a gut issue. So hang in there. We'll be right back in just a couple minutes to the gut episode.
Are you still snoring or are you suffering from secondhand snoring? Ignoring the health risks is dangerous, very dangerous. It could be obstructive sleep apnea, depriving your body of oxygen, which can cause fatigue, weight gain, and high blood pressure. Don't risk going untreated. Get a free consultation from the snoring and sleep apnea doctors at Snore Experts. The doctors at Snore Experts have helped thousands with oral appliances, CPAPs, and now Night Lays Laser Therapy, a new clinically proven way to effectively treat snoring and sleep apnea. It's quick and easy with no recovery time. The next 20 callers that mention KKLA get a free medical consultation at Snore Experts, a $300 value free. Call 888-31-SNORE. Get a great night's sleep, avoid serious health conditions, and stop snoring now. Call Snore Experts now and mention KKLA, 888-31-SNORE. Five SoCal locations and now in Brentwood and Irvine, 888-31-SNORE. Online at snoreexperts.com. This is Dr. Jake Corsandi, and you're listening to The Best Night Ever, a show that's dedicated to helping you get your best night's sleep. And we're back, and we're talking about the gut, sleep and the gut. What can we do, right? So so we've talked about a lot of things here, uh, you know, the symptoms and that sort of thing. And a lot of it comes back to listening to your body and listening to your gut. Mm-hmm. So what, what if you want to do a test or try something or find out exactly what your situation is? How, how can you do that at home? Well, you could thank technology because now there are companies out there, kind of like 23andMe, where they test your uh, genetics. This will actually test your gut. Uh, there's one out there called Viome. And what that does is uh, you send a sample to the company and they're going to analyze the bacteria in your gut and tell you what's living in your gut. Which okay, is- so that's that's... Viome with a V? V-I-O-M-E, yeah. Okay. And what it'll do is it'll give you a breakdown of, of what, what cultures are in there. And, and then on top of that, it'll tell you, hey, you shouldn't be eating tomatoes or eggplants or cayenne pepper or garlic. Or maybe you should stay away from cucumbers. And, and basically, when you take that information, then you know, hey, there's a reason when I would always eat that, I would have cramps or, or problems. Uh, and it's not, you know, obviously the biggest one out there is, is lactose. You know, we all know if we're lactose tolerant or intolerant. But... Do we know if we can eat certain foods or not? Now you can get more of that data. Sure, and I'm assuming that the data identifies if we have an issue. And if we have an issue, it isn't just going to impact sleep. I'm assuming it's going to impact health and longevity and all those things. Absolutely. Health, longevity, productivity. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's not just sleep, but they're all connected. Metabolism, right? Metabolism. possibly. Yeah. I mean, that, that seems like a natural. Yeah. I know that when I've kind of fine-tuned what I eat, I perform better throughout the day. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to talk about ways to start improving your gut health today, right? Things that you could do this afternoon for lunch, this this evening for dinner. What can you do to kind of get a better, healthy gut? Uh, one of the biggest out there is obvious, sort of. It's eat your veggies. And I tell patients and my family and friends, eat the rainbow. You know, you go to like any f- grocery eat store. Eat the rainbow. Eat the rainbow. Now, all the different not colors. Skittles, not, not not Skittles. Thank you for pointing that out. Yes. Yeah, not Skittles. But uh, yeah, all the, the the colored vegetables. Not probably not too much of the fruits, but more of the vegetables because you want to stay away from a lot of sugar. Uh, you really can't go wrong there, as long as your body can tolerate them, right? Okay, so so someone like me, right? I'm I'm not the biggest vegetable guy. I like crunchy things, so there there are some vegetables that I like, but. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I'm I'm a popcorn guy and that sort of thing. I, I have seen some things and read some things about this keto diet, where you basically like 
baking good things and making them crunchy. Is that so? Are there ways to like spice up this, you know, this vegetable <laughs> diet, or are we just we just have to live this way? You know, you don't have to do anything, but if you do. <clears throat> If you focus on on the right foods, you're going to feel better. And if that's your priority, then that's what you're going to do. Uh, yes, this keto diet can be helpful. Everybody, you know, it's popular out there. I follow it most of the time, but I also switch it up as well too. Because you know, yeah, you you have to have a break or you have to have a little bit of fun every now and then. Right? So let me ask you this: We're going to dig deep here with Doctor K. All right. So what is your cheat day? thing that you enjoy like you're it's it, it's your cheat day it's so funny. what do you yeah what are you gonna enjoy it's funny you mentioned that because i actually do uh, this stuff called halo top ice cream so it's kind of the best of both worlds because it is keto and it is uh delicious and, and actually so make it's it, ice cream it's ice cream and it's da- they have a dairy-free option even on top of that so uh, you get all the benefits of the fats you get minimal sugar exposure and you get the kind of feel good uh, dopamine serotonin release of having something yummy and delicious that's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, so in, I'm assuming the nuts and the chocolate sauce will just. Or you know, chocolate covered bacon. We'll do that too as well, which is fun. Chocolate covered bacon. Yeah. I mean, some people love it. I like it. Oh, I actually, cho- I've had chocolate bars with bacon in them. Those were amazing. I've, I've had maple bars with the with bacon. On there them. you go. Just don't do the maple bacon donuts. <laughs> okay. Stay away well, from actually, that. That's what I was talking about, but. That's another. That's another show. All right. So, so cheat days aside, what else can we do to ki- get a healthy gut? Things that we could do tonight. We're going to talk about prebiotics and probiotics. You know the difference between either of those? Uh, I do not. All right. So prebiotics are basically the, the the things that the probiotics eat. Probiotics are like the bacteria that live in our gut, and, and prebiotics is what they consume. So prebiotics are going to be things like non digestible fibers. And these provide energy for the good bacteria in our stomach to do their thing and release the good hormones, right? Um, Things that have a lot of prebiotics are going to be bananas, onions, garlic, uh, the cruciferous vegetables, things like Brussels sprouts and broccoli. All these are going to help promote a healthy gut. Uh, On the other end of things, we do have the probiotics, right? And I think we've talked about this on another show as well, too. Uh, if you're suffering from a, a bad bout of, of stomach issues, a stomach flu, diarrhea, you, you ate a bunch of bad food, and the stomach's not happy, you've got to repopulate the good bacteria in your gut. These are the probiotic stuff, things like yogurt, uh, fermented foods, kimchi, kombucha, miso, sauerkraut. All these are going to be wonderful things for your stomach to heal. And that's what we want in the context of both feeling good throughout the day and sleeping great throughout the night. Okay, so now just to be clear, with yogurt, is it any yogurt or is it like because I've I've seen like yogurt that is marked in the store probiotic. Yeah. So so is it any yogurt or a any specific cult, type? Cult, cultured yogurt is going to be the way to go. Some are going to be more you know targeted towards probiotic heavy, but uh, yeah, cultured yogurt is going to be great. Yeah. Okay. And then they actually make almond yogurt, cashew yogurt, non so there's non-dairy options too as well. So uh, and, big market. And, and remind me, so kombucha. So I see the I see the drink. Is that what that that's what it is? Yes, it's a fermented tea, right? Uh, okay. So they take a tea, they ferment it. I don't know the exact process, but, but they uh, it becomes uh, bubbly and uh, it has kind of a vinegary type. Okay. Uh, and then uh, just add a little sauerkraut with your hot dog, and that'll <laughs> right. Close. Okay. Close. So only sauerkraut. Sauerkraut and the hot dog, yeah. Okay. No buns. No buns. 
All right. Uh, a couple other things. Obviously, one is a big one is lots of water. Stay well hydrated. That's always going to be a big key. Our body is mostly water anyway, so hydration is, is, is huge. Let me ask you this. So all of us are seeing on the market, you know, these smart waters and flavored waters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, me, I'm, I'm, you know, I like water, right? So, so. Do any of these other waters have any added add any added value to your life you or know, is it marketing? The, some of it's marketing. Some of it might be better. Some people like this alkaline water. Uh, for me, I'm like you. I like simple water. I would just say filtered. You know, reverse osmosis is the best way to go. If you want to get into the alkaline stuff, you can. Uh, flavored stuff, not a big fan of, especially artificial sweeteners and colors yeah. and things like that. Keep it simple. Tap water, probably not so much. Yeah. All right. Uh, obviously, min- minimal alcohol consumption. Alcohol is going to... Be unfriendly to your stomach, among other things. So uh, try and keep that down to a minimum. A big one here is processed foods as well. Stay away from the golden arches, deep fried stuff. Uh, You know, obviously once in a while uh, we indulge, but uh, generally those are going to be inflammatory. Okay. And and, and the one that I've kind of uh, adopted a lot more these days is eating organic as much as possible. And I used to kind of think, eh, you know, big deal but when i actually started focusing and learning the research and the science behind uh why organic foods are different than than regular foods uh, it's pretty pretty insane uh, what's going on out there and and the big thing is this thing called glyphosate you ever heard of that yes i have you know and one of the things that i would i would just tell the listeners too if if you haven't done your research on organic right there's there's certified organic there's organic there's organic farming practices so so i've i've met a lot of local farmers who practice organic farming practices but aren't certified organic right so so don't just think that you have to buy the certified organic you'll notice for instance when you go to whole food there's you know basically i don't don't know what they call it but it's it's like you know better best and you know incredible but but all of them are are formed are, are formed organically it just, um, it, you know, which, which has the designation from the government right. that it's certified organic. It's funny you mention that because I go to farmer's markets every se- uh, Sunday to get strawberries. And most of these strawberry guys out there are not organic, but they will say they don't spray their crops, which is what I'm looking for. And to get through that organic certification is just a whole bunch of red tape and, and a ton and, of money, which these guys money, yeah. can't afford. Sure. But they still will practice the same kind of farming so good point you bring up there uh, obviously so stay away from the stuff glyphosate it's called uh, roundup it's a weed killer uh it's been sprayed uh you're gonna love this one almost 19 billion pounds of this have been used around the world since 1974 wow so so just so tying a bow on this so so uh let let's have a the direct link between the gut and and sleep then so right so distress in the gut or gut dysbiosis is going to cause anxiety in your brain you're, we talked about the gut being the second brain so if you're giving it terrible stuff and inflaming it it's going to be upset which means you're going to be upset which means you're going to get poor sleep guaranteed let me ask you so it's it's you know one o'clock you've you know you've had a twinkie on your cheat day you have an upset um, gut. What are you taking? Are you just taking Tums or what? What over the counter thing do you take? Uh, for me, I take what's called activated charcoal, and that's an that's a way to kind of bind these toxins and get them out of my gut. But we can save that for a whole other series. Excellent. All okay, right. Good. Well, this has been a very interesting show. I'm I've I've learned again that my diet is completely jacked up, and that I need to 
learn to change the way I uh, eat and everything else. Again, go to snoreexperts.com for more information on this show. And This is Dr. You. Jay Corsani. We thank you for listening and stay tuned for next time. Thank you for joining us at The Best Night Ever, our weekly look at achieving better sleep and better health. To visit us online, go to snoreexperts.com or follow us on Instagram at snoreexperts. To make an appointment with Dr. K for you or someone you know to stop snoring now or to call in and leave a question for next week's show, call us at 888-31-SNORE. That's 888-31-SNORE. 888-31-SNORE. This broadcast is for informational purposes only. Statements and views expressed in this show are not medical advice. The show, including Dr. Jay Corsandi, the co-host, guest, and the producers disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of any information contained herein. Opinions of the guests are their own. We do not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests, nor do we make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a licensed physician.